Saturday to you, QP Sports Exchange back on the air. It's your boy Vince. Uh, first and foremost, I want to um, apologize for not doing the draft preview, and we're going to get into some free agency right now, but um, we had a family emergency here, so there was some stuff that had to get taken care of, so family first always. Um, we're back on track with that, and then now we can go ahead and get on with what we do, right? There's a couple things I just want to talk about right now, and then we're going to do a full, like, recap soon, um, and I promise you soon. We also have a couple other things that are about to happen here, and I should be able to announce them on Wednesday's pod. Um, and I look forward to that as well. Let's first talk about what has happened in the free agency. Okay, so there's a couple of things I want to hit on. And then, like I said, there's going to be a tapestry of stuff later. The first thing that I want to hit on is Charlotte, who state you guys should be really excited. Coach T and I told you. Just chill. Stay at three. You're going to get your guy. And lo and behold, LaMelo Ball is a Charlotte Hornet. Now, come to the reason why I'm recording right now is that Wojbaum just hit. Gordon Hayward is a Hornet. Now, here's the thing with this, okay? I don't know what to expect from this, but I think this has a lot to do with who you just drafted, Charlotte. I think they wanted a pro. I think they wanted a guy who could show LaMelo what professionalism was and is. Now, I don't know if I would have paid him $30 million to do it. That might be the one thing, but... Having a guy like Gordon Hayward on your team is a solid pickup. Especially since you didn't have to give anything up to get him. That's always a good deal. So Charlotte, you look real nice right now. It's it's the beginning. You got a pro teaching your young stallion, you know, how to run, which is great. I don't know how this affects Boston. I mean, I really don't. I mean, he was really like a fourth option there, um, mainly. So, with that being said, it's just one of those deals where you sit there and you go, they did it, they got out of the contract, which they're happy. Because when I saw it, when I saw the whole, he opted out of $34.2 million, I was like, oh, yeah. He, su- he somebody, somebody got in his ear. So now here we are. So he goes to Charlotte. Now the second thing I want to talk about, mile high basketball. Boy, y'all didn't disappoint on Twitter. Jeremy Grant signs a contract last night. And I'm looking at it, I'm going, oh, okay. Signs back with Denver. No. So information comes through. You sit there and you kind of you're looking at it and you go, okay. Okay, maybe just Denver just didn't want to go that high. I go on 
Denver Nugget Twitter last night and find out that Jeremy Grant went to the Detroit Pistons for the same amount of money. And also Detroit did something weird too. They signed Mason Plumlee to a deal that was decent money as well. And then there was a a report out there last night that maybe it's a signing trade for Blake Griffin. And then that became false and everything just kind of went haywire. So the fallout was Jeremy Grant went to Detroit to get more shots because he wasn't going to be the guy on Denver. And I think there was a gentleman who had the perfect response. He was like, so let me get this straight. You get your money, get your bag, and you're still a third option on your on your team? And you're going to lose? I mean, it was just perfect. I have no idea. I can't give you any analysis of why Jeremy Grant would want to go to Detroit. Now, I don't know if they told him they would build the offense around him. If they did, that's not smart. Does he start? Is he your small forward in Detroit? Do you have, like, a front court of, you know, Plumlee, Griffin, and Jeremy Grant? Is that the idea? And then have Killian Hayes to come along with that? You know, I don't know. But we we will see. Um, I just found it fascinating that he would go to Detroit when, you know, you had such success with Denver. You just had such good success with Denver. And you just left. And like I said, the money was literally the same. There was no difference between A offer and B offer. So we have that. So, there are a couple little things that I want to get to is that Houston still hasn't made any trades yet. Harden's still on the Rockets. Russ Westbrook is still on the Rockets. Okay? So, we don't have any news on that at this present time. There are a couple things I want to kind of go over as far as draft is concerned. Um, We'll focus on the big names later um, because... You know, everybody's kind of talked over them and, okay, this guy does this and this guy does that. But I kind of want to hit on some other things that happen in the draft. Um, as I go over my notes here, so you know that I always keep it keep it real with y'all. I try to keep all, all these situations together for you. <clears throat> so, I mean, let's start in the lottery a little bit. One of the reasons also, I mean, it was a lot of haywire stuff going on here at the house, but one of the reasons why I didn't do a, like a preview is because I couldn't get a uh, consistent and a consensus to where this draft was going. I talked to a bunch of people. I hit people up, um, and I said, hey, so what do you think about this draft? And, you know, you get one report. It's like, okay, the guy from Israel, um, Abdiya, you know, he's going four, and then, you know, then it's like, no, 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 he's, you know, he's going 12, and, you know, there were things where Halliburton was going two, and there were things where he was going 
14. So the draft was all over the board. And I just was like, well, let's let let's let it fall out and then go from there. Um, but a couple things happened in the draft that I was really intrigued by. Um, the first thing that I was intrigued by was the whole Obi Toppin going to the Knicks deal. Um, New York, this is what you need to do. You know, don't get excited about free agents. Don't get yourself caught up in, oh, we got... You know, let's get, you know, let's clear the money for the you know for Antetokounmpo. Don't get yourself too wrapped up in that. You got to build your team, keep on acquiring pieces, young pieces, build a core, and then go from there. That's that's what should go on. You know, it doesn't matter whether you have six power forwards or not. Just get enough talent. And then, at that point, you can start to see what your roster is going to be. Because really, to tell you the truth, until you know what R.J. Barrett really is, until you know what Obi Toppin really is, you're in a situation right now where you're just kind of, you're floating along. So just continue to acquire talent. It's not going to be this year. It's probably not going to be next year. But within the next couple years... You will have acquired talent, maybe lottery picks along the way, high or low, it doesn't matter. And then at that point, now it's like, okay, can we get a star? Okay, what's our identity is going to be? RJ Barrett has been in the league for a couple of years now. What is he? Is he a 3 and D? Is he a facilitator? Is he, is he a combo of that? Is he a, a star? You know, is he, is he... Is he a number two star? Would he be better on a playoff team where they had two established stars? See, you'll start to know that within the next couple of years. So right now, just pump the brakes. Be happy about getting Toppin. He's a New York dude. He seemed really excited about going there. Uh, the emotions were running through him, so I was excited to see that. The second thing was is that there's this rumor and there's this this. There's this talk that somehow Tyrese Halliburton was telling teams that were like five, six, seven, don't draft me. He somehow found in his head and in his mind that the perfect fit for him was the Sacramento Kings. Now, I'm going to tell you something. Listen, you know, hey, if you know yourself and you know where you feel like you know your game and you know where you think you can be successful. Um, there's a lot of power in that. And for him to have decided that, okay, <clears throat> playing with a point guard like De'Aaron Fox um, and, you know, some of the young pieces around there, this would be better off for me and be able to showcase my talents. I mean, honestly, that's one of those things where you just sit there and say kudos to you. Because obviously, he was one of my guys that I was really excited about. Because from all the people that I heard from and the things that I read, is that Halliburton is just a perfect pro. He's going to do a little bit of everything. And he's going to be a guy who 
is able to move the offense around. He seems to understand offense. He plays defense. He's a leader. He's a glue guy. There's a lot of things like Wadham. So I'm actually excited that Sacramento got somebody that wanted to be their A to, um, in a sense, manifested his own destiny, right? So with that being said, we're just excited about that. And then a couple other things that kind of, you know, we just looked at and just said, hmm, that's an interesting little situation that kind of drew my attention. Oh, our boy Desmond Bain. Let's give a shout out. First of all, Desmond, we're so excited for you. Um, I heard rumors. See, this is where this draft was so unpredictable. I had, now, he ended up ultimately going exactly where he was supposed to go, which was like 30. Um, But Desmond Bain picked in the first round is going to end up with the Grizzlies. So excited about him. Um, he actually does kind of remind me. I don't know about the wingspan situation, but Des- Desmond reminds me a lot of Dylan Brooks. And if you can get Dylan Brooks with a fantastic outside shot, that's basically the comp for Desmond May. So Dylan Brooks with a deadly outside shot. You can do worse, right? You can definitely do worse. So, that is there. Now, a couple things on this free agency situation. Okay. So far, in the West, if you look at it. Now, Godspeed to Clay Thompson in the injury. You know, I'm all about competition. I'm all about, you know, having the best against the best. And Clay is such a good dude that you never want to see that happen, you know. But if you look at the rest of the West, and you look at some of the moves that have been made, um, and some of the things that have happened, you're just kind of really uh, kind of scratching your head. Houston hasn't done anything as far as, they, they got Christian Wood, so let me take that back. They got Christian Wood. They haven't done anything with their two superstars yet. That's what I'm talking about. Denver loses Jeremy Grant, but then replaces him with Jamichael Green, who was playing for the Clippers, and they like his potential, and he's basically a clone of Green, long, athletic, shoot the three. So Denver fans were upset for uh, a minute and going in on Jeremy Grant and then Jermichael Green signed. It was kind of like, oh, okay. Plus, here's the other thing. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. Um, is going to get a lot of burn next year. So, Nugget fans are going to be real happy about that. That brings me to my last topic is this. How did the Lakers, with really almost no assets, end up with Dennis Schroeder, and Montrez Harrell. And piss off Pat Beverly. All at the same time. Yo, Pat Bev was upset when he found out that Trez was leaving the Clippers and going across the hall to the Lakers. So, what the Lakers has done, if you look at it, what the Lakers have done, if you look at it, they have 
executed their plan perfectly. A month ago, Rob Polinka was talking to Woj on his podcast. And he said, we got to get players around Anthony Davis that are on his timeline. You know, beef up the roster with the what he considered the, the top echelon talent level of the Lakers. He wanted to improve that that talent base, but he also didn't want to just bring in guys that were, you know, 33, 34, and, you know, be in a chance to go ahead and win a championship for the next couple of years and give LeBron his, you know, chances at catching MJ. But to expertly get a 27-year-old point guard and a 26-year-old reigning six-man of the year. That goes along with Anthony Davis' uh, timeline. So you're able to bolster your team, bolster your roster, and really not lose. I mean, are you really, as a Laker fan, are you really bummed that you didn't have the 28th pick in the draft? Seeing what you've gotten so far. Wesley Matthews, a 6'4 sniper from the outside, still plays good perimeter defense. You got Montrez Harrell, right? 6'8 um, energy guy. Um, you don't have to run a lot of plays for him. He'll get buckets off, off garbage, you know, offensive rebounds, that sort of thing. He's kind of like the modern-day Michael Cage, right? Kids... YouTube, Michael Cage, Clipper days. He had a uh, he had a Jerry curl. <laughs> so, but he's a bad dude. He could rebound like nobody's business. And then they got Dennis Schroeder, right? So, complimentary ball handler to LeBron. You know, takes stress off of him. You don't have to worry about what the offense is going to look like when LeBron's not on the court, which we did last year because. The offense looked stagnant and it looked clunky. So we don't have that type of situation anymore. So I'm going to wrap this up shortly. Um, We will be having some sort of conversation with Coach T, hopefully very soon, um, and get back on normal schedule. But I wanted to hit you with some of that information right now. If something pops up uh, as the day goes on, you know me. I will make sure that you know what is going on. So the big story Saturday, as Saturday is hitting, is that Gordon Hayward signs a four-year deal with the Charlotte Hornets for $120 million. Get that bag. Get that back. So, all right, guys. I'm going to sign off. We'll, depending on what happens later on today, we'll see what goes on. Um, If you have any questions or if you want to talk about, like, your team and, um, you know, what they did in the draft, please hit me up on Twitter. You can hit me up at QP Sports on Twitter. If you want to hit me up on Instagram, hit me up at uh, QP Sports Exchange on Instagram. If you want my personal Instagram, I give that to you as well. Question point, one word, 
all one word, question point, underscore, pod, underscore, Vince. So, question point, underscore, pod, underscore, Vince. That's my personal IG page. And let's just chop it up. Let's get on it. Because this it seems like this NBA thing is going to be going on for the next couple of days. And people are upset in different cities. Uh, we'll talk more about what Philly's doing because I want to get Coach T's opinion on that. Um, we'll talk about Philly in the combo pod. All right, you guys be good. Be good to one another. Show some grace. Show some patience and help out your neighbor. I'm Vince. I'm out. Love. Peace. Oh.